When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's Cap. He's in the house today, and I think two got, days in a row for Cap. Yeah, I think we got Shadano at home today. Shadano, what's going on? You. How you feeling? You got any symptoms, or are you I, doing okay? I feel better. Um, throat's a little like scratchy still. Yeah. Um, but congestion has gone down. I had one of those nights. You ever have this when you get congested? You know, you turn on one side, and the congestion just goes to one yeah, side just of your slips numbing. to the yeah. other side. Yeah. So last night was the first night that didn't happen. I didn't have any congestion at, at night. It was. It was. So, nice. I've, so I've had this cold all week. I've been living on Nyquil. Um, and I Nyquil just, does nothing to me. Nyquil knocks oh, me out. Oh no, it still does to me. Nyquil, Dayquil, knocks but you got to do the Dayquil Nyquil combo for me. Oh, yeah, you think so? I've just, done them both, and it they, it just laughs at me. I when I was doing morning radio, <laughs> and you know, you need to knock yourself out at a certain time. So yeah. I would want to knock myself out at nine o'clock. I would drink. A whole bottle of NyQuil. A whole oh. bottle? I was a NyQuilholic. Oh. I, I will admit it now. I was a NyQuilholic. Oh, my That's God. insane. Yeah. And I one time I ran into Dennis Miller, and he always joked about drinking NyQuil a lot. And I said, you know, Dennis, I actually drink NyQuil. He said, I do, too. It, a lot of people use it to knock themselves out. It's not healthy. Well, you it's know they have Zequil now. Yeah, they have, the, they have NyQuil that only it has the have sleeping the, uh, part. acetaminophen in it. Yeah. 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 So, John, it doesn't touch you, huh? NyQuil doesn't do anything to no, you? No, no, I got to go harder. It's alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going harder. He's going gummy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm using yeah. all your guys. How many yeah. By the way, Jay 30. Moore, I believe, also 30. did a thing once about NyQuil. He wasn't just Dennis Miller, too. I, if I recall, our guy Jay Moore did, too. Right. Oh, did he? Yeah. NyQuil, very useful back in the day. Yeah. So, uh, so what's going on? Uh, what, do you th- what do you think? Uh, Pete Carroll to the Chargers. I'm I'm throwing that directly oh, to see, you, Cappy. That, oh, Mason, that's exactly where I was starting it's the show gonna today. It's going to so annoy Cappy. Just to annoy Kaplan. That's right. exact. I'm glad you started there because that's exactly where I wanted why, to start. Why, Cap, why would that annoy you? Oh, because he hates the Chargers. Right, right. and this will give him an identity in the city. Oh, my God. Is, Think is, about it this way. The USC coach, the guy who resurrected USC, okay, takes the Charger job with Justin Herbert, and all of a sudden they are they become a thing. Like, that's the only shot they have of being a thing in L.A. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but, but I hate it, of course. Yes. Because I love Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is like my favorite NFL coach to have ever worked with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're down on the sidelines... And um, a lot of these coaches can be hard asses or they don't want to give you the time of day. Yeah, great guy. Pete Carroll's an all-time the angel. Best. Okay? The best, yeah. And I love Pete. So it would kill me for him to go to the Chargers. But if I were the Chargers, yeah. I would do everything possible to say, Pete, you're 72. Give us four years. We'll give you a ton of money. Give us four years. Because they think, the Chargers, and I don't know why they think this, because the the results don't really prove it, but they think they're this close, right? Right. So if you could get a coach that players believe in and a coach that has already been a champion, and you could get Pete Carroll to come back to L.A. and get the sponsorship dollars that might follow him, the USC alumni that perhaps aren't interested in the Chargers that all of a sudden might be, from a business perspective, it makes all the sense in the world. Let, Let me piggyback on something you just said. 
if Pete Carroll came back, the Chargers have an identity crisis mm-hmm. in L.A. The fans in San Diego, like UCAP, hate them because they moved and ripped the team out of the city. Mm-hmm. And the fans in L.A. are Raider and Ram fans. They right. don't want them. So they don't have – if Pete Carroll came here – their identity crisis is over. Yep. He, we haven't talked about the Chargers. I know you guys haven't talked much about the Chargers in the last five years, but if Pete Carroll was here, we'd talk about him every week. Yeah, I mean, um, and and by the way, the the USC following would would go to the Chargers. It would it from a PR standpoint, it makes so much sense, Cap. That I think the Chargers. And by the are, way, you know what, Cappy? It would give them an LA identity. Yeah, yeah that's San Diego right now. Give I, them an LA I, identity. I, I think for all of those reasons. The Spanoses won't do it. Yeah, I think the Spanoses are going to screw this up. Right, of course they will. Listen, imagine this. Imagine if I walked in here one day and I said to you guys, guys, listen to this. This is incredible. The Clippers are going to hire Phil Jackson as their coach. Brilliant. Right? Yep. I mean, you you would say to yourself, Phil Jackson would never go coach the Clippers, would he? No. Right. I would think that Pete Carroll... Not because the Chargers were in L.A. when Pete was at USC. I would just think that Pete knows the reputation of the ownership. You just hope that's the case. Bad well, ownership. I sure do. It's sure hard do. to overcome bad Cause, ownership. Cause yeah. honestly, but you can do it. Yeah. Everything, like, is Lindsay in the room right now or no? She's uh, running around. I saw her earlier. She's somewhere here, but because she's not Mason, on Because Mason, everything, John and Mace, everything you guys have just said was literally what I was going to pelt Cappy over the head with to start oh. the show. Oh. So I'm glad we're doing it. So now it's the three of us pelting He him seems to be rolling no, with I, it well, better than I expected. I'll, I'll tell you guys why, though. Because earlier in the day when I recorded the Cappy cast, when all of this came out, I said, guys, um, this is going to sound bad coming from me, but if I were the Chargers, I'd do everything possible to get Pete Carroll because he would immediately give you L.A. cred, which is something the Chargers don't have. And by the they way, they lack in a big way. And and, the, and, it, and it only got worse this year when you think about it like this. What was the expectation of the Rams at the beginning of the year? Uh, rebuilding. Be, be competitive. Tank. Although yeah. although me and Shadonabo said nine wins. And what was the what were the expectations <laughs> of the Chargers at the beginning of the year? They oh, were, they be, they be, were better be, than the Rams. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so what happened? Playoffs. Yeah. The the Rams became a playoff team with great coaching. Yep. And a lot of heart and a lot of, you know, player personnel moves that most of us didn't see coming. Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, none of us saw those guys coming. And the Rams elevated again. In fact, I would tell you, and this is just my own opinion, but I think this year's Rams team has done more to gain a fan base than even the Super Bowl team. Because the Super Bowl team was like, okay, Matthew Stafford was in his first year. And it was during COVID. Right. And, and, and right. Vaughn Miller had just come in. He was a hired gun. And OBJ was the same thing. And it just, there wasn't a love affair necessarily. Right. This team, this Rams team this year, overcoming... Um, they were underdogs. They became very, very likable. And I just think that this year, as the Rams have elevated, the Chargers went down notch after notch after notch. Yeah, yeah. So, so that you talk about an identity problem. The Rams are actually becoming more likable, more acceptable. Um, people can identify with these young guys, whereas the Chargers have fallen off the map. If they could get Pete Carroll, it would be the smartest thing they could do. Which is why I don't think they'll do it. All right, hey, Sonano, before we get out of here, I... Uh, Where are you I, going? Well, home, eventually. Uh, but I wanted to get your opinion. 
I just like being with you guys. I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he is going to go home. Yeah. Where did you think he was going? As, yeah, as an update, yeah. so am I. Oh, you are leaving too? Yeah, also going home. So I thought Darko Ryakovich's rant last night was spectacular. Oh, amazing. Loved it. Loved it. I, I, I mean, and I think it's smart. I think now that these yeah. refs, every time they're going, it's Scotty Barnes goes to the rim, these refs are going to think about it. Yeah. I think they're going to look at the stat sheet when they go to have to. I got a bunch of tweets after the game. I said, Ireland, I hope you kill that Raptors coach. I'm doing the opposite. No, I great. thought what he did was super smart, and yeah. now I'm a fan of this guy. How yeah. about you? Yeah, he's a, he is a G. I'll give him that. I mean, he and he was legitimately pissed off. Like you could, This was not like an act. Like no. He was furious. Um, and by the way... He's not wrong. It's been over. It's not just the Laker game. It's been multiple games for them, particularly with Barnes, to his point, who is one of the best young players in the sport, always drives to the basket, it feels like, and doesn't get enough calls. And here's the other part of the equation. Ben Taylor, who was your lead official last night, was the guy that Fred Van Vliet called out last season with the Raptors. So they've got history with right. with this particular official. I yeah. and I I did the game, George, and I I think that there's some things we got to highlight here. Number one, the Lakers are number one in free, th- free throw attempts this year. They were number one in free throw attempts last year. Yeah. The short version of that story is because they have LeBron and AD, and because they attack the rim and don't shoot threes, they get more free throws. But and also at the end of the game. Toronto was forced to foul, so that gave the Lakers like 10 more free throws. Yeah, it, probably like seven or eight, I would agree. But here's the thing. The Lakers definitely still they, – they definitely. I'm not disputing that the Lakers don't deserve their calls, but it is interesting because I saw this note today on ESPN on NBA Today, today uh, which the Lakers have the largest free throw attempt differential. Okay, so that's not all just – the Lakers attacking, it's the opponent not getting the love on the other side either. I agree. And I so for that reason, I thought what Ryakovich did was brilliant. I think that now yeah. every ref, because these refs read and watch all the stuff that we watch. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they're human. Mm-hmm. And and you watch. Scotty Barnes's free throws are going to go up for the rest of the season just because that guy did that yesterday. Where is that coach? Darko, how do you say his last name? Ryakovich. Ryakovich. Where is he from? Serbia. Dude. I only know that because Ireland told me earlier. Okay. I would have had no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another NBA coach. I mean, obviously the NBA is a very international game, and many right. of the stars of the sport are from other parts of the world outside of the United States. But um, I'm trying to think of another coach that speaks with a thick sort of accent There like is, that. There has never been a head coach in the NBA that is like that, but there have been many, many assistants, including him. He was an assistant right. for a Oklahoma long time. Oklahoma City when uh, they went to the finals. So guys with uh, without having English as their primary language. And I think that made the rant more that was, appealing. It was. Oh, yeah. it was. It was so... Um, it was like a, it was like adorable. Right. You know, it, was like, <laughs> it really was. It was cute. You know, like, like as mean, much as he was it only makes, We should play it because we're talking about it. It uh, only runs it one minute. Yeah, okay. and, and this is what we're talking about at the end of the Laker game last night. The let tor- me play some sound for you. Yeah. Yes, the Toronto coach <laughs> just let the refs have it. Yeah, okay, so here it is. I had to play that, and here it is. That's outrageous what happened tonight this is completely bs this is shame shame for the referees shame for the league to allow this 23 free throws for them and we get two free throws in in a fourth quarter like how to play the game i all i understand uh, respect for all stars and all that but we have star players on our team as well how's possible is scotty barnes 
who is all-star caliber player in this league. He goes every single time to the rim with force, trying to get, get uh, to, the, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for a whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And wh what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So complete it. crap. So I loved best. it, man. You never hear a coach of an American sports team speak with that sort of dialect and passion you know it yeah. was amazing and george i actually think he would have gotten away he's gonna get fined yeah. but he would have gotten away with it had he not included that one phrase if you don't want us to play the game yeah. then we just won't show up yeah. show when up he and give them the win when right. he insinuated yeah. that the game the fix was right. in we have all-stars they have all-stars right. what the hell that man? was all fine yeah but yeah it, it tripped him up which but, you know I'm, i guess, i'm guessing that during your show the nba is going to hit him with a fine so you want to hear something weird tell me sure. i like weird so serbia mm-hmm um, I have got when when I started doing my podcast, I needed a sound engineer. So I went on to Upwork, which is where you can hire somebody yeah. from somewhere else yeah. in the world. Mm -hmm. This guy Milos Jelenkovic has been the sound engineer for uh, the Culture Pop podcast since the very very beginning. And I found him on Upwork. He's this guy in Serbia. And what's weird is I don't know what he looks like. Yeah. I've never talked to him on the phone. I don't know. I send this stuff blindly to him, and it winds up on uh, on my podcast. I don't know how it works, but this guy from Serbia, someday I'll meet him. But so far, I have no idea what he looks like, what he sounds like. Nothing. You know. Okay. Funny, I just I just looked it up. Here's the hear. background on Ryakovic. All right. Let me hear it. He has spent time in Serbia, Spain, and San Antonio, and for the last seven years, he's been an assistant with the Thunder in OKC. He joined the. Uh, the Thunder organization in 2012 as head coach of their G League team, the Tulsa 66ers, and became the first head coach born outside of North America mm. in league history. Wow. Um, so to answer your question, Cappy, it's never yeah, happened. Never happened. Before. Where was never... David Black born? Was he born American? Yes. And oh, then he went was. overseas. Okay. And to Israel and, yeah, play, and, and coach and, there, yeah. And didn't speak with an accent, didn't have that thing that Ryakovich has going yeah. for him, which is, like you say, it, it almost sounds like a movie. Right, yeah. Hey, Mace, by the way, I'm impressed. So you got this sound engineer for yeah. the Culture Pop podcast, and then during the holiday break, I saw you go to New York, which you said was sort of an impromptu trip. Just all of a sudden, yeah. And then you met up with the girl who you never met before, who was the guest booker. She's the guest uh, booker. I, and what blew my mind was... I assumed this whole time that all you were doing was you were in one place, Sue was in another place, you guys set up on Zoom, you recorded, and you called people who you knew to come on the podcast. Nope. I, you, I can't imagine how much money you are spending on this podcast, and I don't see any sponsorship. I don't see oh, no, Jacob oh, no, Jacob sponsors Okay, great. Yeah, Jacob Barani okay. sponsors I, I mean, I, this is new to me. Yeah. Um, but- like, I've been thinking to myself, gosh, he must be putting out a lot, but not making a I'm lot. I'm trying to build something. Yeah, good for yeah, you, man. Yeah, trying to make so something. invested side, in the podcast. Scott Kaplan side hustle. Well, well, it's funny because I have a guy. I also, have uh, Of course you do. And this guy, his name is Andre. 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 Andre, Andre is our full stack engineer who is also in uh, Romania. Oh That's really? Right. Okay, wait, a minute. wait, wait. Yeah. Did you find him on Upwork also? You have you have Milos. I have Milos. You have Andre. Andre. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. And we don't have an engineer at this radio <laughs> station. <laughs> we should get one up there. I can get Milos to chip in. Sonato, how can Kaplan and Mason each have their own engineer and we can't get a microphone to work around here? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. All right, we'll leave on that note. Yep. Uh, you guys got stupidity coming up? Lots, lots oh of it. Oh, my God, tons. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And uh, hopefully troll some uh, troll Cappy on this side. Uh, oh, no, Cap- there's going to be way more of this. Yeah, I'm going to beat him down until he eventually just reneges and then just awesome reneges on what I, awesome. I actually thought it was a great idea no. we're back tomorrow at 1 710 ESPN 418 Let's- in the Southland on a Wednesday afternoon shit oh, I don't cap I am here because we got so many bits to get to and bum, not Nick bam, Saban bum. but we will get to plenty of that Bing, ba-da, ding, ba-da, by the way the way Sedano said that oh you're here kind of took an insult to it I didn't know you'd be there I'm here all the time now Oh, okay. I'm over here now. Yeah. I just didn't know you'd be part of the show today. Well, we need to carry stuff to do. But you're not in the studio, so. Okay. I I appreciate it. Chris doesn't trust me by myself. We don't, especially with these new live read formats. If it wasn't for me yesterday quarterbacking, you guys would have done like nine in one segment at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you about next year. Have I mentioned Yamava to you yet today? (laughs) Anybody want to talk about quarterbacking? But Sonano, if you want me to leave, I'll leave. No, you don't have to leave. So I'm okay with you. Usually you make me feel more welcomed than anyone, and today I, it wasn't really. I, I'm appreciative. I just said literally 10 seconds ago, I'm appreciative that you're there. Listen, I got a lot of goo- gabagool in the belly. There's oh, my been, God. There's been a Soprano sandwich bit going on at the station all day. George, you hear oh, about this? I thought you were on the Atkins. <laughs> I was yeah. on the Atkins. <laughs> you hear about what's going on here today, George? What happened? What happened? Well, today, unbeknownst to me, I'll have you know, yeah. this morning when Chris and I were out on our morning walk, and just a side note, for those of you that want to join Chris and I on our morning we're walks. We're not there yet. Th- we're, not, we're not quite there yet. But I would say we're getting there. Because this morning, George, put Chrissy here through quite a workout. We did some hill work today. We went to the Angels Flight Stairs. Did a lot of stair work today. And wasn't letting him go until we got our 10,000 steps and our five miles in. And then, after we did all this exercise this morning, then Chris decided to tell me that today is the 25-year anniversary 
of The Sopranos. Exactly right. A day that should be a national holiday. It's also the birthday of our owner, Sam Pines. We'll get to that soon. And it's also Mario Ruiz's birthday. Happy he was a birthday, Mario Ruiz I think he and left. Sam Pines. He was supposed to come in and do a celebration. I think he left. I think he got like a bad case of diarrhea because what happened was... What? Yeah. No, are you insulting the sandwich? I'm not. But he was the only one in the office that insulted the sandwich. So, George... So I got a text from uh, the great Carlos Saisu this morning, mm-hmm. and he said HBO's doing this bit. We're in New York and Los Angeles. They're picking an Italian deli and turning it into Satrials. Of course, Satrials was the butcher shop in Delhi on The Sopranos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like a pop-up, and you can only order through Postmates starting at 11 a.m. So Nick Riley, one of our MCs, our digital MC, and I sat there on our apps, and at 11 a.m. we ordered 20 sandwiches. 20? Of the Gabagool. How much Each were they per? $10. Oh, that's it? Well, there are a lot of charges for the special. Okay. George, this was an amazing sandwich. And I've had Italian sandwiches all over this country. I've yeah. made my Italian sandwiches. When you say gabagool, you think of me. Yeah. That's what I do. It's a beautiful sandwich. I thought you were on the Atkins. You can hit one of the other drops. Uh, <laughs> so what, no Atkins eating now? Exactly right. So Mario, though, insulted me to my face well, and said, oh, I don't really like the sandwich. So here's what happens. So, so Chris is walking around the office handing out gabagools to everybody. And, and George, let me describe this. They created their own bags that say Satrials. You can see it on social media. I'm holding it up to the camera for YouTube. Inside, there were custom-made napkins with the HBO Sopranos logo that yeah. said Satrials. Mm-hmm. Then the, the deli wrapping. You know when you get a deli sandwich, it's wrapped in paper, right? It said Gabagool on the front, and then the wrapping inside of the sandwich all was Sopranos. Whoever thought of this and spent this money was huge. Yeah, it was genius. Amazing marketing. And the sandwich. I wish we had a marketing team like that. Oh, really? Yeah. You can take a shot at these guys now, too. Who well, are, you, are you, LeBron, you know, insulting Darvin I haven't had Ham? carbs in five days, and I've just put a lot in the system. Yeah. And then we were all weighed down, Sinano. You're missing all the fun today. I, Dude, I feel bad. You have no idea. We ate these gabagool sandwiches. Chris and I sat across from each other in my office. And <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah, your office. That's right. It smells like a gabagool in there right now. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what meats were on this sandwich. A lot of pink meats. And we just well, sat gabagool, there like, like animals just eating this gabagool, right? Timeline got f***ed up. Now, I had one. I thought it was fantastic. I'm like eating the whole thing. Going, oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Oh, I love the shredded lettuce. I like the onions. Ooh, there's a spice. I walk in the back. I see Mario. I go, hey, man, happy birthday. He goes, hey, happy new year to you, brother. And then I go, how do you like the uh, the gabagool? He goes, it's the worst sandwich I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then and that got as positive a person as I know. Exactly. Right, and right. then that commun- got communicated back to me, and you could imagine how I felt. Wait, what did he say again, Cappy? Hey, this is the worst sandwich ever ever eaten in my entire life. I like spice, but I don't know what this is. Doesn't he's know, crazy. He's, he's not a man who knows Italian meat. Yeah, he's crazy. I thought it was delicious. Uh, I haven't tried it yet. But you're going to try it in a little bit. Big so cash money will be the determining factor. Yeah. That I believe. So, George, we're all... I, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. A, I might burp like 5,000 times on the air because, honestly... How would that be any different than any other day? I know, but like it might really come out like and be super loud. You know? Be thankful that you're not here to smell it. Like, it just smells like onions around here, I feel like. Yeah. And then Chrissy and I, we had to go to... We had to <laughs> what go are to you the... drinking, Chris? Is that a Perrier? Topo Chico. So go ahead, Kevin. Oh. Yeah, this so, is what happened. So here's so the two of us are walking around like sick. Like, ugh, ugh, like we're dying, you know? A lot of carbs. And I'm worried because I had an athletic greens earlier today. So who knows when this thing's all oh, going to come flying out. out of me. Right. Yeah. And so Chris and I, at like 3.30, like literally an hour ago... We walked over to the Ralphs. We needed suds. Right. So we, we walked through the store till we could finally find proper Topo Chico's. <laughs> yeah. Because the two of us are like walking around like sick. I'm, I haven't even- You need even some ta- mineral water. Yeah. Right. yeah. Sparkling I, water. And I need yeah. to take like cholesterol medication and blood pressure medication. That's all I know right now. Because we are sick. 
animals is what we are. Oh, but it was a great bit. This Satrial's H, kudos to whoever came up with it. It was great. It was a great sandwich from our friends. I think what's the deli? The actual deli in West Hollywood is, it starts with a G, like GGs or something. It oh was my amazing. God, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> D, was that you? No, nah, that was definitely Lindsay, you, was that you? <laughs> oh, girl. Well, I wasn't paying attention. What happened? You, did you just have that massive burp on the air? No. I wish I could claim it. I wish I could claim it. Wish they had a little buffalo mozzarella on the sandwich, you know what I'm saying? That would have been weighted down. Yeah, but, you know, that's what Polly Walnuts would like. So that's a big day, and it's also a big day in sports. It is a huge... I mean, how many things have happened today? It's crazy. Yeah, you know, earlier in the day, when this Pete Carroll story breaks, everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe the Seahawks would do this to Pete Carroll. And you, you bought it. What do you mean by bought it? You said you you text us that you said you you totally could believe that this was the direction it went. Yeah, I can because here's why. Look, who's the best team in the in the NFC? What did West? you think I meant by you bought it? I don't know if you thought I maybe bought the uh, bought the Gabagools. No, whatever. Just yeah. go. Look, who's the best team in the NFC West? The Niners. And who's the second best team in the NFC West? The Rams. Okay. And who would you say is the third best team? Uh, Seattle. Yeah. Okay. So Seattle's the third best team. Um, who's got the best quarterback? Who's got the best coach? It's not the Seahawks anymore. Right. And when when you're 72 years old, okay, no offense to everybody out there who's 72 and still kicking oh, ass. Oh, happy the ageist. Here he comes. But what I'm getting at is ask yourself this question. Yeah. Is Pete Carroll the long-term future of the Seahawks? And my answer would be no. probably not. No, absolutely not. I mean, the two other coaches are much younger and they have better rosters. And if they want to hit the reset... They probably told Pete, like, do you really want to go through a reset? And so it doesn't surprise me that in a year where there's this quarterback class that's getting ready to come out of college, that teams like Seattle might be thinking to themselves, if we are going to restart our organization, we should probably do it with a younger coach. Probably a lot of the same way that New England is thinking about what's going on with Bill Belichick, who happens to be one year younger than Pete Carroll. Now, listen, let me just say this. Pete Carroll has always surrounded himself with younger people. Oh, and, he and he acts young. Yes. And, and he said, and I one time I asked him before a game, I said, Pete, is it a coincidence that there's all these guys that work for you that are all 30 years younger than you? And he said, he looked at me and he goes, Do you think it's a coincidence? And I'm like, Well, tell me. And he goes, If you want to keep up with me, you probably have to be 30 years younger than wow. me. Wow. So so Pete So you couldn't, is what he's saying. Um I have actually told him I've adopted the entire theory myself, which is why I love having D-Money here. How old are you, kid? 25. See, this guy. I need guys like 25 years old around me, right? Yeah, they, if they're going to grind like they me, they got to keep up. Right? They got to keep up. But I think that there's a, a legitimate like explanation as to why the Seahawks would say, now's a good time. Yeah. You know? I really no, It do. makes all the sense in the world. And it also makes all the sense in the world for Dean Spanos and his son. What's his son's name? John Spanos. John Spanos to call up Pete and say, hey, Pete, we're building a new facility two miles away from your house in Manhattan Beach. Come on down. Is it only two miles away? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Have you Google mapped it? Uh, approximately. Okay, gotcha. Listen, um, I, I wish I could argue with you on this. I wish I could tell you this is the worst idea I've ever heard. No, oh, but ima okay, imagine this, Cappy. You thought you were sick with the Gabagool sandwich. I am still <laughs> sick with the Gabagool. You have no idea. It's sitting right Pete, here right Pete now. Pete Carroll comes back to L.A., yep. coaches the Chargers, fixes the Chargers, maximizes Justin Herbert, Super Bowl. That would kill me, and, and that would kill me. And, he, and, and Pete would call me, 
and he'd say, hey, Kaplan, listen, I know that you've been beating up on the Chargers since 2016, since they left uh, San Diego and went to L.A., but I'm your guy. So get back on the train, pal. And I'd be like, coach, I'm sorry. As long as those guys own the team, I can't do that. Now, I love Pete Carroll, but I love Pete Carroll, the USC coach. I love Pete Carroll, the Seattle Seahawks coach. I would have to hate Pete Carroll, the Chargers coach. Wow, you turn on your guy. I know. Well, it's, uh, you know. Something Christopher and I should be careful of then, I guess, based on... Uh, oh, come on. We know he's a snake. I mean, I had a really fun day with you <laughs> from 6.30 a.m. until we just went to the Ralphs and bought sparkling water, $20 right. worth of sparkling water. Right. I've had a really fun day with you. It's been nice. It's and been people lovely. see us in the hallway. They saw the videos yesterday. They see the Insta stories. We are a great bit, but I know that bit could end. Yeah. Like Johnny Carson and, and Ed McMahon, because mm-hmm. yeah. you decide to go snake on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he shanked and, you. And which yeah. part would I be snaking? Either way, whatever, whichever way would benefit you. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen, uh, people have said to me, hey, what if the Chargers hire your boy Van Pelt as head coach? You're going to hate on the Chargers then? Then I have a real personal conflict. But Pete Carroll becomes the head coach of the Chargers. I got to root for his downfall. Well, does yeah. your friend and, want a head coaching job? He does. Oh, he does. Of course yeah. he does. Oh, oh, I don't know. Who doesn't? Uh, I do. So, Cappy, just to add to your point, though, like the the Seahawks, okay, they are Four and ten in their last fourteen games against the Rams and the Niners, mm-hmm. and that's with Pete Carroll mm-hmm. as the coach and a team in theory that was competitive, right? So what are they going to look like with a non-competitive team? That's going to be much even more lopsided than it already is. So yeah. it's um, it, it, the time has come, you know. And and when I say the time has come, I think a lot of people expect Bill Belichick to be in the last, you know, maybe this could have been his last year, or maybe next year will be his last year. But I think 71-year-old Bill Belichick, probably the time has come. Today, 72-year-old Nick Saban on his own shocks oh, the world. I love I love that he did this. I would like to hear why you love this. I'm, I'll, I, tell, I was you, pretty I'll tell you why on the other side. And we may have a shocking rele- revelation from one D'Angelo Russell. Oh, really? Laker fans, brace yourself is all I will say. Okay? Brace yourself. We'll, come, we'll get, come up with that in just a second. But first, Cappy, we're going to Yamava on Monday, so tell them about that. Yeah, this up. Yes, indeed. 434 of the Southland Wednesday afternoon with Shidato and Cappy. Producer Lindsay's here. Producer D Cash Money, DeAndre. And guess what? Happy birthday. He turned 79 today. Rod Stewart. Really? 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
I think this is the disco version, which means I would move to it, Sedano, but I'm way down with the Gabagool. The Gabagool, gotcha. <laughs> this was my <laughs> first ever, ever, ever record. I convinced my dad to let me buy this record. Here it comes, baby. Here it comes. Yeah. Oh, go. Go. Get that Gabagool oh, going. Look, I know. Hurts. I can see it. <laughs> You're like a snake that ate a rat. I can just see the Gabagool <laughs> sit, sitting in your belly. Five days, no booze, no carbs, and we hit it hard today we with did. the carbs. I know, and we worked out so nicely this morning. If you want. By the way, I've got a great story after we do the Lakers, George, a one you are going to love. for It's legendary. Cappy's behavior last night in the Lexus Club at the Lakers game. Oh, I can only It's imagine. incredible. Incredible. But it was unintentional. Unintentional, but incredible. By the way, don't forget, around 7.15 tonight on Instagram, Cappy and I, if we can make it home without a bathroom stop, we'll be doing the drive live on yes, Instagram. That's right. Well, don't worry, because he knows all the good, the good places to stop at if and, you do have to stop. And I have reloaded my car for 2024 with, extra with underpants? two... Two, for me, I got a new three-pack for me, and I got a new three-pack for Chris, so I got lots of extra oh, underpants. Dang. All right? Just to let everybody know. Fresh briefs That's for 24. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even sure I want you to tell this story on the air today. Well, we're doing it now. I don't he think you should. Tell First of all, I asked you last night and I asked you this morning if you were okay with it. I don't oh, think you got good. two. You already said yes twice. I didn't That's say it. yes. That's either. binding. I didn't say yes either time. It's very embarrassing. That's binding. Very um, so embarrassing. It's not let's binding. Say, it's let's save that for a moment. Real quick, you did ask me why I like Nick Saban retiring. Yeah. Well, I like it because Alabama's been so dominant. And now that it changes the landscape. I don't care who they hire. They're not going to have the success of Nick Saban. I know. I love when people start sending me messages today. They're like, you know, Alabama's going to give Jim Harbaugh $20 million a year to come to Alabama. I'm like, no, they're not. Jim Harbaugh's not leaving Michigan to go to, to, go Alabama. to Alabama. Right, he's a Michigan guy. Right, you don't leave your school where they'll pay you anything to stay to leave and go, oh, I got to go to Alabama. You don't yeah, do that. Yeah, no, that's not. But what's going to happen is, do you remember Alabama before Nick Saban? I remember Alabama like fledgling around, correct, um, trying to like find who their next head coach would be. I remember an old guy uh, who was the Oregon State coach. You remember the guy named Mike Riley? Mike, Mike, no, uh, Mike Price is who you're thinking. No, no, of. Mike Price was the coach at Washington State at one time. Right. right? Uh, there was also Dennis Francione from Texas A and M. Oh, yeah. hey, have a gabagool. Yeah, there was uh, there was also Mike Shula, if you remember. I do, I do. So there was a lot of coaches, right, where it people, kids out there, you kids listening out there. Not, I don't know how many kids are listening on AM radio, perhaps on the app. Um, you don't realize that that Bama job will swallow up people very quickly. Like Nick Saban was one of one. So I am genuinely, as a college football enthusiast and fan and broadcaster, absolutely curious to see what that looks like moving forward. Yeah, I am too. Like, who do they get? They... We all assume they need to get like a name brand guy. Like I've already seen people go, well, Dabo Sweeney's going to leave Clemson and he's going to go to Alabama. I'm like, really? I mean, maybe, why? maybe, maybe. I don't maybe. know why. Because it's his alma mater, maybe. But do you want Dabo Sweeney? Do you realize the only team in the top 25 that hasn't had a transfer portal edition is Clemson because he doesn't believe in it? You can't do that in 2024. I like that. No, well, you can like it all you want. It's not, there's a reason Clemson wasn't good this year. Um, how bad were they? They were not Clemson, that's for sure. Yeah, well, they've been they've been down a little bit here in the last couple of years. But right. uh, how many how many transfer portal guys did Michigan have? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But they all have a lot, <laughs> so that's how it works. 
Like, I don't know, man. I, I'm uh, like, I'll just give you an example. Just talking about USC here for a quick second. Like the quarterback from USC that transferred to Boise State, this kid Malachi Nelson. Like, what do you think happens to that guy? Here's what I think happens to him. I think he goes to Boise State. He starts. He has a good year. And guess what he does the year after? He leaves to go someplace bigger and better than Boise State. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas I like a guy like this Miller Moss dude who's been there. He's been part of the program. He finally yeah. gets his opportunity, throws six touchdowns in a, in a holiday bowl game. Yeah. I like guys who've been there. I, this whole transfer portal thing is killing me when it comes to college football. Let me tell you something why you're so wrong. Do you know what the transfer portal is? It's basically free agency. Well, I understand means, that. Which means the people who love the sport are going to love it even more. It's more times they're going to spend on websites and watching videos and watching content. If you are a college football content creator, this is there's never been a better time for you. Yeah, I don't love it. Cappy's one of the old guard that is like, oh, this is hurting the game. I don't like yeah, it. This is hurting the game. You don't know the kids. You don't know where they're playing anymore. Well, the other yeah. part of it is, by the it's, way, it's, Michigan it's was number with USC. Michigan was number twenty three in the transfer portal rankings. Okay, so meaning what? What does Take that mean? That smart guy. What does that mean? They had the twenty third most, uh, like most impactful transfers or whatever. Mm. All right, I don't know about the transfer portal transfer portal ratings. I didn't know about those. Well, they they had they had. Th- 10 guys come in and 14 guys leave last year. Okay. 10 guys come in, 14 guys leave. All right. So, yeah, people are coming in and out, even at Michigan. Mm. Anyway, you were saying that Nick Saban, though. Isn't it amazing that on the same day, Nick Saban, 72 years old, retires? Yeah. Pete and Carroll Pete gets, Carroll. Like, I mean, parts ways. 72 years old, right. Right. And, by the way, there, Kawhi also got a contract extension today. Like, there's a lot of things that happened today, right. including... D'Angelo Russell apparently going on a podcast called The Backyard. Tell me. My my apologies to the backyard hosts because I'm not as familiar with your game. Um, not to say that it's a bad game. I'm sure the game is good. I wasn't familiar with your game, but now I'm glad to be familiar with your game. And D'Angelo Russell was basically asked about his benching. And he discussed how he was not thrilled with the benching and he describes why uh, he's not happy and how he prefers to be utilized, Cappy. Now, wait, I have a question. When was this done? Do we know? Um, it seems recent because it just popped up on the Internet within the last couple hours. Okay, so I'm, this is probably not today. It probably wasn't done after last night's game or sometime earlier today. I wouldn't think, right? No, could, I'm guessing it was while he was out. Like, you know, he was out for a while. Okay. All right, so this and is after his benching, clearly. And this is the what's the name of the podcast? You said the backyard, and you said you, you were not familiar with their not game? familiar with the backyard's game, but I'm happy to have the backyard's game now on our airways. What is the game? You know their game. You mean like as in like their game game? Yeah, like their game. Okay, didn't hurt. Never heard of these guys. Who are these dudes? I don't know. I just told you I wasn't familiar with their game. Well, I thought you learned about their game. I'm learning about it now, and we can listen about it together. How about this? Let's hear D'Lo on the backyard. I get into my flow state in the pick and roll when it comes to the game. So if I can tap into pick and rolls and recognize how they guard me, it allows me to control the game because I can get to what I know is working or might not work. It's like playing the game within the game, but I'm in my space. I ain't just catching and shooting. Now I'm in y'all space. If I miss, y'all took me out the game. Y'all just took me out the game. If I'm missing, if that's all I'm doing is catching and shooting, but if I'm getting to do what I know I can do, which honestly, I feel like that's when I'm at my best, when I just have a roller and a shooter. Somehow, some way, 
around me, just a roller and a shooter. You can put whatever else in the other two spots. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So he's basically saying the offense needs to revolve around him when he's in the game. Yeah, I mean, he is delusional. I mean, absolutely Russell Westbrook style delusional. I mean, seriously, he is. I Except mean, he's nowhere near the player historically that Russell Westbrook has ever been. Right, but you understand when I'm when I'm referencing this, I'm saying he's Russell Westbrook delusional because Russell Westbrook did not want to play a role on LeBron and AD's team, and now D'Angelo Russell is pretty much telling us the same thing. I don't want to play a role on their team. I want everything to revolve around me, and then I'll do what I do, and then they can work off of me. Is he out of his mind? Mm-hmm. Well, remember I told you asked me a while back, you know, before the break, right? You were asking me why I think D'Angelo Russell needs to go. Like, why you keep you 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 kept asking me why is it that I think D'Angelo Russell is the one that needs to go? And I kept telling you he just doesn't fit. He just doesn't fit. And I kept reiterating, doesn't fit. I don't feel like him and LeBron's game really mesh. Although in theory it could, but I don't think he's willing to let it mesh the way it should mesh. Because I don't know if he's willing to play this role. He wants to play this probing style of offense. This is exactly what I was telling you. I mean, now he's just actually come out and said it. Yeah, but to me, it's not even like stylistic in basketball. It's more about like ego and attitude. Oh, no, no, no. For sure. Stylistically, he could mesh if he wanted to, but he chooses not to because of his ego. Correct. Right. It's it, And you know what? I think we all should have probably seen this coming. Last year, when McMiniman had the report right. about how they don't want to lose him. And I remember saying to Dave, what do you mean by lose him? Like, what are we talking about here? You know, he's a professional. He gets paid a lot of money. You're told what your role is based on what the coach thinks it should be, based on what the staff thinks it should be. And by the way, based on what LeBron thinks it should be, they don't want to lose him. They got to be careful about what they say. You know, if they don't start him, they could lose him. Um, it's time to lose him. By uh, the way, apparently it's his podcast. It's his podcast, and this was recorded eight hours ago. 
Oh, well, there you have it. So there's only three episodes. The first episode was done a month ago. The second episode was recorded at the in-season tournament in Vegas, so he wouldn't have been saying it then. Mm-hmm. The third episode was recorded eight hours ago, and I just watched the clip. Mm-hmm. It matches what he's wearing. So eight hours ago is when they posted it. So, so, so he, last decided, he decided to start a podcast at some point with his, during his disgruntledness. Well, one month ago he started yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. So here, so I'm just trying to do the math here. So this game last night ends at whatever time it was, 1030 or so. Now, this, could have been re- this could have been recorded three days ago, and could they posted it today could have been but you know how the podcast game goes Cappy. i do i do indeed i i only know about the cappy cast i don't know about all these podcasts i know about the cappy cast but right. seriously the thing is is that if he's been feeling this way whether he recorded it this morning or he recorded it three days ago this is the way d'angelo russell feels and this is probably the only reason the lakers ever signed him because they knew that he has a very fragile ego the only reason they signed him is because if you just let him walk you get nothing for him versus Sign him at a reasonable number and use him as trait bait. They got to get rid of this guy. Because now oh, no, it's to, over now. Now to me, and this is just my own opinion based on what he said, he's a problem in this locker room. You got to understand when you play on LeBron's team, you get in line with what LeBron wants or you don't. And if you don't, you can't play here. Well, so there were a lot of. So the other night when he had, not last night, what was the, the Clipper game when he hit that big shot or whatever down the stretch or whatever? Um, there were a lot of internet videos and pictures of D'Lo celebrating, right? Like to the roar of the crowd Mm -hmm. and LeBron and his teammates are like, Oh, like, you know, have surprise faces. And LeBron's literally just like staring into space. Like who cares? LeBron's thinking to himself, I I need Bronny on this team, not D'Lo. And what, and what people on the internet were saying was kind of what I've been alluding to that those two don't mesh and that the internet sleuth started to really pick up on, oh, well, this really seems worse than we think it is. And then you have this happen, and it's confirmed. Like, I, I've been trying to tell people, like, when people keep asking me, why are you blaming D'Lo? Why does D'Lo got to go? This is the reason. Like, this, and, and again, I, it's not that I dislike D'Angelo Russell. I just knew that he wasn't going to fit. Not only was he going to not fit stylistically because he didn't want to play a specific style, he wants to play his probing pick-and-roll style and have the offense revolve around him, which is kind of wild to me. Um, But not only that, I just think that LeBron was kind of over him. And if he wasn't over him and it was just reckless speculation on my part over the last several weeks or months, then now I would imagine he's definitely over him. Yeah, wait till LeBron hears this. By the way, as a content producer, I can really appreciate him declining to speak to the media and then, and then doing his, his own podcast. podcast. Right, of course, naturally. Right. That's amazing. No, I'm not talking to y'all. No, it's like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You know, Aaron Rodgers goes to a press conference. He tells everybody everything he wants to hear, he wants to say about the Jets. And then when they ask him about the Jimmy Kimmel thing, he's like, oh, no, no. I'll, I'll be talking about that on McAfee tomorrow. Yeah. I don't talk about that to you Tune guys. <laughs> well, he won't be doing that anymore, according to reports. Yeah, how about that? That, that they have taken him off the McAfee show, at least for the remainder of the football season. Well, they kind of made it sound like it was like, oh, you know, it's, he's done for the season because the regular season's over. No, uh-huh. the, I, the way I read it was he was projected to be on the show going forward, and they no, pulled I him off. I, I, I didn't exp- I did not interpret it that way at all. I always thought it was just while he was During, while his team yeah. was playing, he mm. was going to be During on. During the football season. Well, has his team been playing the last couple of weeks? I mean, yeah. They I mean, his team has been playing week. in the regular season, yeah. yes. Well, I mean, the regular season ended, right? And, and Aaron Rodgers... And, that was his and last he had one, one more appearance. Yeah. I, uh, I read it differently. I mean, Cap, you've done these shows for... 45 years or whatever. Well, it's not been that long, George. Come on, let's not get crazy. I mean, you I mean, and Hacksaw I mean, were like a tag team, yeah, basically. But, but we did a lot of these deals with NFL coaches on the old Bruno show. They had to, they ran through the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I Whether feel, they were in it or not. Yeah, we I, paid them all the way. The contract yeah, ran but, all the I, way through. 
he, he, let me explain something to you. Like the, the reality is like, I don't know why, first of all, I don't want to have this conversation, but if we're going to have it, the reality is my deal that it's what's that. Lindsay said, I thought on the air, not Sean McVay. That's not my deal. That's the Rams contract. That's that's it doesn't matter. Any, anyway, <laughs> the point is it's his show. He can put him on if he, he had, he's the one that cuts the deal with him. Yeah. Cappy no one wants, else tells Cappy him wants what to look to, inside, Sedano. It's okay. I would love to have Aaron Rodgers on every week. Eh. You, you could have him by him, yourself. Yeah, it wouldn't exactly. be me. Yeah. You're going to give him that two <laughs> mil, too? You, you, you wouldn't talk to him, huh, George? I have zero interest in talking to him. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing that he does. He brings a lot of attention to the Pat McAfee show. I can tell you that. So does your behavior in the Lexus Club, which I want to talk about. Well, that was unintentional. Yeah, but first, uh, Sedano's <laughs> got to tell us about some stuff. Yeah, Sedano. Tell us about some stuff. What did you do to the Lexus Club? I didn't do anything intentional. It was intentional. amazing. It's it the, was not intentional. One of the greatest moments ever that I've been part of in it my life. It was not intentional. <laughs> I feel right. like we should like keep this story until the very end of the show just to, you know. No, yeah, no I want to know. Though, we'll, we'll run out of time. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I want to know. But anyway, with limited time. Five minutes in front of five o'clock, Sedano and Cap, your Wednesday afternoon on this day. Back in 1989, Guns N' Roses released this song, Paradise City, as a single. Today's also Oysters Rockefeller Day. Not to be confused with bull testicles if the Rams make the playoffs. The bet that you and DeMarco have, Cappy, against me. What is uh, Oysters Rockefeller? Then? George, that sounds like you might know more than we do. Um, it's like a half-shell oyster like with the oyster in it and like butter and parsley and breadcrumbs. It's kind of like a baked, broiled kind of like version of it instead of the raw version. I guarantee you, you could find Oysters Rockefeller at the Lexus Club at Crypto where we were last night and you created a disaster scene, but we don't have time here. So we'll do it. We in don't? The, no, not at all. We have about... I did not create a disaster We have about scene. 30 seconds before Cappy's got to tell us about prize picks. If you want to stay on time. If we don't, then we can keep rolling. I mean, I Why can't really, we sweep the top? We cannot really, sweep the top. I, I didn't create a disaster scene. Come it's, on. You guys are too popular of a show now. We got a lot of commercials, which is a good thing. Was it really that bad? Wait, do we, are you saying that we have less show on the show? <laughs> but here's the thing. We might have less show on the show, but the, we're going to make the less show more show. You what see how I did that? That, even mean? that means we're going to make it bigger and better than ever. I, w let me tell you something right now in advance of this conversation, George. I just want to defend myself before I have to defend myself. What happened last night in the Lexus Club at the Laker game was utterly unintentional. And by the way, let me tell you something. If I knew... What was going to happen after it all happened? I would have been there for probably the first three quarters of the game. Just well, to give you a little preview. Yeah. What so this happened in the fourth quarter? No, 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 no. It happened before, no, the, it happened game. before the game. I'll set it all oh. up. After we do what you need to know, we can get right into that, or we can reset the big stories in sports. Also, I, well, since you're going to talk about prize picks, I should have trusted my gut. If I would, if I would have just told you, if I wouldn't have reneged on my own advice, which is LeBron under, or sorry, less than. Right. Thank you. Um, uh, Scotty Barnes more and AD more. If I would have just stuck to my original thought, you would have won money yesterday. Well, let me tell you the good news uh, when it comes to prize picks. So Betta was in here yesterday, and Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.